Hello everyone and welcome back to the Lead Her podcast. We're actually late on the podcast today because I did record it yesterday, full 30 minutes and my mic wasn't working so I am praying right now as I record this the mic is working. I've triple checked but you can never know with technology and I'm sharing this because I want you to know that we are 10 months on with this podcast and I still bugger it up and I've been in an online business since 2015 and me and Joe are still constantly messing things up things are never going to be perfect things happen and things go wrong and it's very frustrating and it's very time wasting and yeah it's upsetting at times but last night I was very proud of myself because I was just like yes it is annoying as soon as I press play that nothing came out but I can't do anything about it anyway it's actually a good thing and sometimes again this is a thing about when we make mistakes is actually we can maybe do this podcast even better today but there's also things that I forgot to share in our last episode so I'm hoping I come away feeling like it's all been worthwhile. So I want you to stay to the end of the podcast because I have my favourite learning from 2023 that I really want to share with you at the very end and it will be worth waiting for. And I also have a special announcement as well, which I'll share at the end of the podcast, which is only for podcast listeners. Um, so make sure you head to into the podcast so you can hear what that is because I love to get to see you in person next month in Glasgow. Now, today I really wanted to share my lessons from 2023. I have about 14 here and I just really wanted to start with my first one. Um, and I want these lessons all to be something that can give you awareness going into 2024 or it can give you something to think about or maybe it's something that reminds you of something that you've been through that you can give yourself more credit for. Anything that you take away from this podcast is a huge one, but it's things that I've learned personally and whatever I've learned isn't... Um, related to you in any way or anything that you need to do it's just stuff that within my business within my health within my life things that I've kind of uh, taken away from 2023 and the big thing is, is some of these are ones that I see all the time it's just they're reinforced year after year after year that it is a lesson and it is something to keep reminding myself of and something to keep on doing so my first one is that you need to be kind to yourself when you're poorly and I think that's really relatable to now as well at this time of the year and going into January when you want to hit the ground running and you get ill, we get injured, um, our kids get ill and we've got this perfect year plan or we've got this perfect week plan, which was pretty much me last week and I couldn't do any of it. And it felt like you're just behind, it feels like you're letting yourself down, you're letting everyone down, um, you're letting your family down, you're letting your work down because you're ill or injured, etc. And last week, my mum had left. It was her first week herself here in Spain. And I was like, could not wait for the, the next week. And I had loads of ideas, loads of inspiration. I was like, right, I am ready to rock and knuckle down. Sunday night, hit with a urine infection. And I spent the majority of the night up till the early morning, sat on the toilet in pain with a UTI. It was awful. It's one of the worst ones I've probably had. And even a week on, my tummy is still so bloated from the antibiotics and the UTI is horrible. So it's not been a fun week for me at all. And I am one person that always wants to just kind of keep on going. Like if you're unwell, maybe I'll go out for a walk because they do say walking and movement can actually make you. But sometimes I'll say to our lead heart members, it's either going to make you or break you. And you might go for a workout, you might go for a walk, you might try and go out and see friends because you think it might make you feel better. But I was dragging myself through walks and I felt awful and I was just feeling so run down and I was just trying to push through with work. 
And I caught myself doom scrolling on Instagram instead of doing little bits of work that I'd planned out to do. And then I was feeling guilty. And the longer you're on Instagram, the more miserable you get, especially when you know you're not doing the stuff that you said you were going to do. <laughs> so I'm lying there and Joe's like, just chill out. Like, just give yourself a break. You're fine. You work hard all year round. Like one week off is not going to be your downfall. You're absolutely fine. But I kept going, nope, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And I'm just sat scrolling on social media. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doom scrolling here? It's not helping anyone. Why don't you just put away your phone, put away your laptop and actually just sit and do, um, watch a program, watch a bit of telly, like just give yourself time and just sleep and nap and chill. Um, and I thought to myself as well, if this was you guys or a lead her member or a friend, I would say the same thing. I'd be like, give yourself a break, go and chill out nothing bad's going to happen, everything can wait for you to get better, work can wait, um, friends can wait, family can wait, your kids can wait, everybody can wait for you till you're better, but it's just sometimes when we are ill, we feel like we're letting everybody down, and I know it's not just me, it does it, and I'm my own worst enemy, because I'll say to all our lead heart members, like, give yourself a break, you're absolutely fine, but I think sometimes just hearing it from someone else helps so much more, so I just try to keep ignoring that little negative voice in my head and let myself chill out from Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, just did very little work and just tried to recover and I feel so much better today, which is amazing. But that was kind of the, the a very recent learning that I just hit on uh, last week and I just thought I need to share that first. Is like, if you are unwell right now, I am sending you lots of love and big hugs and I want you to put your feet up get a big duvet and like I said not everything else can wait everything will wait everything will wait for you to get better you are not the emergency services you don't need to be fixing everything right now actually other people can do it you know if your partner's unwell um you would do everything around the house and you wouldn't judge it you would just get on with it your partner or your family whatever your workforce, your your clients at work, people can wait for you to get better. Your health is so important. And I think as well, you don't realise how much you value your health until you're ill, do you? And you're like, God, I never want to feel like this again. <laughs> so um, yes, it was a, not a fun week last week, but rest was needed. And you, you can try and walk, you can try and work out, but if that just doesn't feel right to you, do not feel guilty for putting your feet up, getting a duvet and chilling the F out because you're probably going to get better quicker by doing that number two is follow your gut now this is um something I've always really kind of done but not realized that I did it and I've really done it recently this year um, and sometimes I feel like you just get this pull to do something and you just follow your gut and you don't think of the consequences and you just roll with it which is amazing and I found like normally like with anything that I've done like for me sharing some episodes of this podcast I've been scared to share them, but my gut's like, just share it. Like, if you're thinking it and you're feeling it, there's going to be someone else out there feeling it. Some of the ones that I didn't really, wasn't sure, I was a wee bit scared to post, ended up being the best episodes. The name Lead Her, I had two other options and everybody else was saying that the other options were better. But for me, Lead Her just sounded right. And I followed my gut and I went with it. And when I did it, everyone was like, yeah, actually, I agree. I think that is the best idea. Like, you need to follow your gut. You need to listen to that because there's always something pulling you in that direction. And it's always worked for me. And it's always been my best material, my best posts online, my best work when I have followed my gut with something. Um, so it's really, really good that we do it. And the thing is, as well, is sometimes your gut might not lead you to the best situation. But 
you wouldn't have known that was the right situation unless you tried and sometimes we need to just kind of follow our gut go with the flow and if it doesn't work out know that you've probably learned something from the experience anyway whether it's been a good or bad learning you've never wasted time you're only going to figure things out by trying and by starting um third one i probably will forget numbers here so i'm just going to not say the numbers um is that you're never going to have the confidence when you start yeah like when you are going to be um working towards a goal you've got it there in your head and and you really want to do it and you're like i don't feel confident to do it the thing is is you're never going to feel confident to do something you literally are only going to get the confidence by doing it by the actions afterwards so like for me doing this podcast i didn't know if i could do a podcast i didn't know if anyone was going to even listen i wasn't sure if it was going to be uh, something that i kept doing or not like i was feeling a wee bit low in confidence with it but i was like i'm just going to try see what happens and the confidence grows off the back of it when i hear messages from you guys i'm like oh yeah like that's so good i've actually helped someone or that's benefited someone like that means so much to me so it, it's really kind of realizing like anything like whether it is like joining the gym you're not going to have confidence before you go but don't let that stop you just know the confidence is going to come after that first step and also it really breaks your goals down as well because sometimes we're thinking oh god like I'm never going to have the confidence to uh, do that presentation in front of all those people but the thing is is like when you do a presentation in front of 10 people then you do it in front of 15 then you do it in front of 20 you start growing and building the confidence from there so sometimes you need to break your goal down into the first step and that could be just joining the gym and then you get the body and then you get to where you want to be and then the confidence is even higher but sometimes you're not going to have the confidence until you go in and you do the thing and then you get that belief that you can do it so just break that big goal that looks so scary and so far away just break it down into that first step that seems small enough that you can just kind of tip your toe over the edge and just give it a go to figure out that it is actually for you and you can actually do it and the confidence will come each step as you grow but also knowing even when you get to a certain level like I've been in my business for like 2015 so like eight years or something I don't really know but when it's been like that, that long you would still think like me doing this podcast today or post on social media or Maybe if you meet me in the person, you, you think I've got all the confidence in the world, but I still lack confidence and I still feel like I could be somewhere somewhere further forward. Um, you, no one ever has complete clarity and confidence of exactly where they want to be. I've even seen reels online of women who are like um, doctors or surgeons and they're writing emails and they're like, can I even write this email? Like, am I actually in this like senior position that I could actually do this? And they were just saying that never leaves you that feeling of self-doubt or that feeling of like, oh, I'm not confident enough. I don't know if I can kind of do this, um, but you can. And it's all just from taking it step by step by step. And once you take the next step, that becomes your new level of confidence. Then you take the next step, then your confidence grows up a wee bit more. And just know you will have dents in your confidence and you will have knockbacks, but just always breaking it down into the simplest step that feels a little bit out of your comfort zone and give it a go and know that you're going to get confidence after doing that. Um, any goal will take longer than you think. So I've had this podcast now for 10 months. I've changed to lead her for 10 months now. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, it should be further forward or we should be doing something different or we should be doing X, Y, Z. Um, but it's only 10 months, like that's not a long time. And when people join us on Lead Her, for us, it's a six month initial starting point, but a lot of our members stay for us for two years plus, not because they're in pain and they're miserable and they're unhappy, but because they're enjoying the process, they're feeling good, it's keeping them accountable, they feel a part of something, they'd love the community and their goalpost moves and they wanna keep on improving. But also again, 
sometimes they do have a wee knockback and they get unwell or they get injured that we do need to rebuild. But a lot of the time it's just the goalpost moves and they've got something new that they want to work on and they're just learning how much more they're actually capable of. And yes, sometimes like committing yourself to something for six months might sound some scary or for myself or lead her like 10 months it sounds like a long period of time but it goes so fast like doing that first podcast I can legit remember recording it like 20 times the first one because I couldn't get it right and um I remember exactly where I was sitting I remember how it felt and it just did not feel 10 months ago like time is going to go so freaking fast and at the end of the day it doesn't matter how long it takes you it's the journey that really matters like the journey towards doing a marathon is always better just than the marathon day. The journey towards getting in shape is actually more exciting, the process and being in shape. Because once you're in shape, it's boring. You can maintain it and you just stay there and that's great. But it's not as exciting as seeing the weights going up in the gym, seeing the weight come off, uh, seeing like muscle in your arms when you're blow drying your hair and you just feel all these changes and these wee growths and confidence. The journey is the best part. But sometimes like we just want to be at the end. We just want to have the result. We just want to have that career. We just want to have that house. We just want to complete that goal. And we're not really willing to put in the effort and to enjoy the journey and to enjoy the process. And I think we need to really realize as well, if it does come to any goal, you're not going to get it in one year. You're not going to get it in six months. You're not going to get it in four weeks. It just does not happen that way. I think just sometimes like online or maybe like the way the world is now, like you expect next day delivery, we expect like takeaways, everything is just so instant and so quick and so fast that we expect our bodies and our brains and our life to work that way too, but it never does. So always know that everything that you want to do and achieve is going to take longer, but if it's worth it, it is so worth that amount of time. And also to add on that, if it is body related and you've been in your 20s neglecting your body and in your 30s neglecting your body, or you've just been so focused on your career or so focused on having kids, your body is going to change and your body has not maybe looked after it the best of its ability, that it's not going to be undone in a couple of weeks and a couple of months. And also you need to see that when we are looking to build confidence, when we are looking to get in shape, um, it takes time to build these habits and behaviors so it becomes a part of your life and it's going to be a part of your life now so why do you want it to just be short term because you need to accept that if you want to keep fit keep healthy keep strong this needs to be something that you actually commit to doing for the next five six seven eight nine ten years it's just eventually over time it just becomes a habit like I don't realize when I get up in the morning I don't press snooze I get up I don't look at my phone I have my water I get ready for the gym I go to the gym I walk a dog a journal but these things all sound like oh my god you do all that before you go to work and I'm like yeah but I've been working on that for like 10 plus years I've not done all of that overnight that's been me starting with just getting up <laughs> that's been me just going starting to go to the gym in the morning then that's been me okay actually now I'll take away my phone these are all been steps that I have took over time to develop all those morning skills and that morning routine and found something that works for me but that's not going to be done overnight and you need to learn what works for you and take the time to do that and know that it's all just going to eventually become a habit and just a way of life for you so there's no rush with it but I do think in a in a way like with our lead her members I still say to them I don't want to drag out the process and uh, make this process really long I do think it's good to have birthdays and have holidays and have time of year where we push so right now we're coming up to Christmas so this is time when we actually lay off a bit 
we have a bit of freedom, we relax, we enjoy ourselves a bit more, we still work out and we still eat well where we can, but we know life is much busier and works busier and we enjoy that. But we know from January to May, we're going to be pushing hard and we're going to be working towards some big goals. Then for a lot of us, we're taking time off the summer and then we'll push after summer to tidy things back up and then we rest at Christmas again. So it is good to have times or periods where we're like, right, you want to do this marathon, then let's up and go and let's go and do it. You want to lose this amount of weight and you want to feel this way. Okay, let's break this down into chunks so that we can push, keep you focused because you can't stay focused on your, the same goal year after year after year. It does change, it does adapt. You do have times when you're super on it, super times when you're not on it, but being able to still each year move forward that little bit more and learn something more each year as well. So just know that goal is always going to take a bit longer than you think, but that's not a bad thing. And I also say as well, sorry, is that um, the quicker you lose it, the, the quicker it's going to come back. Okay, so maybe the quicker something happens, the quicker you're going to lose it as well. So I always think the longer you take time to do stuff, the more you're going to be able to keep it a habit and a behavior. Um, another one here I uh, have written is active trips are always a better way to see a city, to see a country is by being active. Now, I am all for chilling, sitting in the sun, whatever, but maybe doing that for a couple of days. I love nothing more than going out and hiking or uh, going in the water, uh, kayaking, like doing different things on holiday. You just see a completely different way of the world. And I actually noticed this more this year when um, myself and my little sister, Holly, we um, shout out to Holly because I know she listens, <laughs> me and Holly, um, went to Ireland. And I spent years growing up going to Ireland. My granny and granddad lived over there um, and my mum me and my mum and my family would go over my cousins we all turned 18 it's such a big drinking culture and I would go over and we just go in nightclubs and we get drunk and we sit in the pub all day or we sit in grands all day we never really explored and being like 34 getting to go with Holly who was 17 and being able to be like right what are we doing let's go and do stuff and my big cousin actually Jacqueline she uh, has got really into her training as well which was great so we went out with her we played kimoji um, then we, um, I'd never played that before, so that was fun getting complete out of our comfort zone. Um, there's a Milroy Bay, which is where my grand stays, and it's beautiful. It is so stunning, and you could always see it from grand's door and grand's window. But I'd never really been on it. Um, I'd maybe go to the beach and pick up shells and stuff, but I'd never been on it. But this time with Holly, we went kayaking on it, and it was just a whole different experience to ex- like to be in the water to kayak. It was really bloody hard. Um, and then we also went up some really big badass hills um, as well which my cousin took us up and it's like I could have sat in the pubs I could have been drinking I could have been in clubs like doing stupid shit but not seeing this beautiful country the way it is and it was just so cool to go away with Holly and it was somewhere I'd been year after year after year growing up but I'd never experienced it in that way just from doing more activities and saying yes to things and giving new things a go so that's my favorite thing now is like whenever we go somewhere like for my honeymoon actually we were over in Italy and I was like I don't want to just sit and go on a pub crawl or like yeah it's just not for me I was like let's go on a hike like I am just that person but everybody loved it we experienced like local food local wine local honey we've seen goats we've seen horses um, and we've seen a beautiful view of the Amalfi coast whereas like we could have all just been in a pub drinking and 
like silly things happening so I just always want to try and do at least one thing with each trip and that was a big lesson from last year and other years but I just wanted to share that because it was just felt more to heart because I'd been to Ireland so many times and I had never experienced it um, that way. Um, Finding more time to play so me and Joe went away in March and um, we uh, went to this little kind of cottage it kind of took me away for my birthday it was a belated birthday gift and um, it was like a kind of open plan little kind of boffy style thing it was gorgeous and you had access to a pool and because there was only like five boffies or whatever they were like you had like a timetable for the pool and it was like March so they're quite quiet and you just write your initials or your boffy number and you had the pool for that full hour how amazing was that it was a massive pool and indoor pool beautiful sunset so we booked it for sunset a few nights and there was like a goal a goalie post and balls so like we were just playing like kirby's like with the ball where we're trying to hit it off the rim of the pool we were playing like um little games of like water polo just the two of us but we were just being idiots jumping about in the water and i was like i have not done this since i was like 14 15 16 like just jump about and being silly and uh, just laughing and yeah it was just hearing laughter not even thinking because you're just playing it's so good for the soul so me and Joe did that and we absolutely uh, loved it and we were like we need to find more time to play and I'm always very envious of like some of our lead car members who play hockey or play volleyball um, and they play some sort of sports I'm like oh like I would just love to be good at something like that that I could have a um, base to like join something um, it's just great for the soul to play because we don't do it as soon as we hit our 30s our 40s our 50s we don't play anymore and it's just really just kind of so good for the soul I believe so we've been on a mission me and Joe this year to just play more and have more fun and try and find a way where we can bring play because it is activity bring it into our life more we've still not nailed that but it's still something I've written here that I want to do more of and um, where we can maybe join like a club or something and it gets us moving it gets us out the house more um, and we get to meet more people as well which would be really cool and we also know it's really good for us as well um, one I've written here is skill mills are not scary <laughs> um, you need to try new hard things you need to try hard things you need to try new things it's going to be a new skill it's not it's not scary to be a beginner like go ape skiing for me last year there's loads of occasions like I said kayaking um playing kimoji going on a skill mill so the skill mill is like that curved treadmill in the gym and this year I kind of got back into running after being injured and there was a skill mill in the gym and um, it moves when you stand on it so it's not electric it's not got buttons or anything like that you just literally run and it goes with you and the first thing I stepped on it I was like oh my god like this does not feel right. This feels so wrong. And the thing is, you see people on Instagram like sprinting on it. And I'm like, how the hell do they do that? I feel like I'm going to fall over. I don't like this. And I know it can be so easy to like, as soon as you feel out your comfort zone, to like, nope, not doing it. And that's fine. But sometimes you need to get out your comfort zone to learn new skills, to know that it's okay to be, be a beginner it's okay to look silly and if I look at the first videos of me running on it I look so silly but when I got better and better month upon month upon month and really kind of pushed myself on it and stayed consistent with it and got more confident on it I was running like an absolute badass on it I do still watch my videos back and I go oh my god I'm a terrible runner but in my head I'm like yes absolutely going for it and feeling strong on it and trusting the machine and feeling like I've got the skill to do it 
But if I just said no, I would never have got to that stage and I'd always be scared and I'd always tell myself that story of, oh, I can't do that still now. It's like you can do anything that you put your mind to. You just have to stay with it and you have to be not scared of failing and not scared to look silly because everybody has to be a beginner. Now, I have people that are like, oh, I could never deadlift or I could never squat or I could never do that. You can. Stop telling yourself you can't because you're holding yourself back from learning an amazing skill that makes you feel amazing. And when you overcome something, when you feel scared to do it, like going to go eight, for example, I was shaking on it and the girls were all ahead of me. And I was like, oh my God, if they're all doing it, then I can do it too. And I was just like, this is so scary. Like, what have I done? What have I signed everybody up to? But um, from kind of doing it, like when we all completed it, we were like all so elated. And we're like, oh my God, we just did that. We overcame something hard. And that's how you get confident. Confidence isn't just through working on your body and eating well and sticking to your habits. It's actually sometimes getting out of your comfort zone and showing yourself that you can overcome hard things and you can actually get better at something. That's a big thing for me where I built my confidence was simply getting good in the gym, like lifting weights and seeing the weights going up and each week seeing myself get better and better and better. That absolutely followed me into other aspects of my life. Um, so know when things are hard it's okay. It's hard for everybody at the start, but you're only going to get better through practice and through time. Everybody needs to put in the hours. Everybody needs to put in the time to get to where they are now. And that's when you should actually appreciate watching someone do their deadlift because they've put the hours into that. They've put a lot of time into that. They're not better than you. They're not ahead of you. They just have took the time to kind of learn that skill and you can get there too by starting, not avoiding it. Because one day you're going to want to do it and you'll be like, oh, I wish I did that years ago. I hate when I do that. And I'm like, oh, I wish I started my podcast like years ago. Oh, I wish I went and did that. I wish I did that. Where would I be now if I did that? Don't let yourself be that person. And if you don't know how to do something, ask for help because there will always be someone that wants to help you um, and get you started. Um, journaling is so good for me. So this one here that I've got, this is from June only June which is insane because look how many pages that is and this kind of ties in really nicely actually with one of my other goals which I've got written down here which is a uh, not lesson sorry um is a little bit every day adds up um so I'm going to tie them two together because I don't journal every single day I really don't there's probably been weeks where I haven't there's been days when I've written more there's been days I've not wrote anything I don't have myself this strict guideline with it but honestly started journaling last year and there's been times when I've been so on it and times where I've laid back a little bit but nothing is helping me more right now learn more about myself come up with better ideas and to be less like emotional and less overwhelmed because I'm just emptying my brain a bit more often compared to not putting any of this or anywhere and it's just like all these tabs were open on my brain and um, I wasn't closing them down by writing them down so I just write crap down and I know we don't all have the time to do it. It's not for everyone and maybe you don't know why you need to do it. But sometimes like you don't know how much something's benefiting you until you do it for a while and then you stop doing it. And then you're like, oh my God, I feel so overwhelmed. And you're like, oh, it's because I've stopped doing my journaling. So I think it's really bad to like commit to doing something every day. I don't think that's healthy. I think that puts an unfair, realistic expectations on ourselves. Life gets in the way. No one's freaking perfect with these things. Like I mentioned my morning routine earlier. I hate morning routines online because not everybody can stick to it. And we're putting that expectation on other people. And then we're not doing it ourselves. So then we feel we're letting ourselves down and we're lying to people because we're saying we're going to do all these things and then we don't do it. 
a little bit often adds up like that's from June and that's me doing it imperfectly this is me doing it sometimes sometimes I've just like wrote rubbish sometimes I've done mind maps I just write what's ever in my head it could just start with like oh the weather's actually quite nice today today I am going to be doing a podcast because yesterday it didn't record I'm actually really proud of myself because I didn't lose my shit yesterday when it didn't record (laughs) that's a really good lesson let's share that in the podcast today like I just write rubbish and yes it's quite scary thinking that someone might pick this up and read it but to be totally honest if I seen Joe's journal I'd be like I'm not interested in reading that I can't be bothered it's so boring so no one's going to sit and read your stuff um and if anything um yeah it's just so so good for me but that little bit every day is something that I've written down because I started Duolingo in in March because we knew we were going to come out to Spain again and I was like I want to be learning how to speak more Spanish and I was always going to me and Joe said we'd get lessons but we never did so I was like right I'll jump on Duolingo see what this is about my mum's on it um my little sisters are on it so I was like oh let's just join this and it's like you can speak to family and stuff Duolingo is like a language app so it's got all the languages on the world on it um, and uh, we got that and um, been practicing from probably March to like June and I was only doing like a couple of minutes a day literally five minutes three minutes sat in the toilet do it sit before bed sit and do it I didn't really feel like I was yeah I was learning words that I'd maybe like in the kitchen with Joe I'd say stuff or to practice silly things like uh, me mi pero es bonito which like my dog is beautiful or pretty I would just say things like that and just practice it around the house and just being silly with it but I noticed a huge difference when I got here in October and we went to a car wash and Joe was asking the guy to wash his car and the man was saying something and he said mañana and I was like oh my god I know what he just said he said tomorrow and <laughs> I was just it's just like loads of little moments like that when I see a sign and it says Cerrado I'm like oh that means clothes and this might be stuff you guys know if you did Spanish in high school and you're like Leanne's so silly but I genuinely didn't know anything and I was google translating everything whereas this time I can kind of feel like I can communicate I can ask for a number of things I can ask for glasses I can ask for a table um, I just feel like I can communicate more and understand a little bit more and read more and that's just from a little bit every day and the same with books like some people say you should read 10 pages a day or read your book every day but I don't do that I just kind of leave it beside my bed and before I go to sleep I'm like right okay I'll try and read a page or two and next thing I know I'm through a book just from trying to read a page or two rather than setting the standard of like you need to journal and you need to do it every day and you need to get 10,000 steps every day and you need to do xyz every day you're just setting so many goals for you to be ticking off that you can't do it's like sometimes just do it for joy like I do this for joy it makes me feel good and it takes time out of my day but I know I get more from it from taking that little 10 minutes out I get more out of 10 minutes and not doing the 10 minutes reading like I literally do enjoy my books I'm getting through books rather than not reading at all I love a little book and I actually feel asleep better because I'm just kind of winding down reading my book and then I fall asleep it's just a nice routine for me um but yeah I think sometimes when you set that standard of it needs to be done um, it almost just becomes another thing to do that you, you just adds to the to-do list and drives yourself absolutely crazy. Um, so they two are tied together. Another one, everyone needs help. So I really noticed this with like getting Jane as a coach and it kind of ties in more from last year. 
But I think so many times, like, we always try and do something alone. We always try and take pride in, like, I can do it myself. I don't need help. Like, to be that badass independent woman, that's always me. I was always, like, Miss Independent. We grew up with all these songs. But it almost is great because it does make us more independent and wanting to do stuff for ourselves. But it also comes at a curse where we don't want to ask anybody for help to get us further forward. I have had help to become a coach. I have help, had help to get in shape. I have had help to learn how to program for people. I have had help through Jen more recently to get my mindset right because my mindset wasn't right. It was focusing on the wrong things and then therefore I was stuck and I was almost going to give up coaching because I just had fell out of love of it and I didn't know what I wanted to do and I felt so stuck and so lost but my brain just wasn't in the right place and I just needed someone to guide me um, to the next level and to take me out of this dark pit and take me forward to actually realize where I do want to be and I couldn't have got there without help and I could be there suffering still today just feeling lost feeling down feeling frustrated feeling annoyed feeling um just feeling like I'm given no value and that I'm rubbish at what I do it was what I was telling myself all the time I would still be there if it wasn't for Jen and I know for a lot of our Lead Her members, they would still be in really crappy places if they did not reach out and ask for help and invest in themselves. So it doesn't need to be body related or mindset related. It could be in your work, like seeing someone that's maybe doing something rather being jealous of them or hating on them or being negative towards them or bitching about them in the canteen, like start speaking to them and ask them what they're doing and how they do it and can they teach you and start creating like a relationship with them because that's going to be something that takes you to the next level if you're jealous of someone it's often because they're doing something you're not and they're doing something that you actually want to do so don't be don't see it as jealousy just see it as like maybe envy where you're like I want to be like that and being able to kind of create create relationships to help you get to the next level um so I firmly believe in getting help to take yourself to the next level and stop trying to do it yourself and prove that you can do it yourself because you're just making the process harder more lonely and less fun go together I always say you go further forward faster when you're with a group of people and when you've got a group of people you're always going to go forward faster than trying to do it by yourself and this can also be like for a lot of our mums and I know a lot of our mums are really guilty of this but we don't like asking for help we want to be able to do it all, all ourselves. we feel like a failure asking for help we also sometimes can feel like a burden asking for help when we ask someone to watch our kids or we ask someone to cook dinner or we ask someone to um uh, yeah just pick our kids up from school or um, to do anything basically we always feel like we're a burden on people but honestly people actually love to help you like I some of our members will apologize when they're sending me a message I'm like this is what I'm here for like I am here to help you um, and I want to help you and I need to know this so that I can help help you if you don't tell me I don't know what's going on in your head um, and so many people would be loving the fact that they get to help you and they want to see you happy they want to see you smile and it takes nothing from them to just help you out a little bit so know that you're not a burden on people you can ask people for help and if people say no then that's okay but if you don't ask you're not going to get either so know that we all need help there's nothing wrong in asking for help it actually shows you're strong because you know when you've gave it your all and you know that other people can help you go further forward faster um yeah being boring isn't a bad thing like sometimes I think oh god I am so boring why would people even listen to this podcast like why would people even watch my stories like I don't even do anything like I'm literally the most boring person ever but I am really happy with my life and I love my life like of course I have shit days like last week but um on the whole like I think sometimes we think to be happy or to be doing a certain thing we should be out partying or we should be out 
doing things and buying things and being in certain places but like happiness actually just comes from us and that you know what I'd actually rather a boring life than a dramatic life like if you had all this drama going on and there's always a story to tell and there's always a problem and there's always an issue we have those friends we all have those friends that have all these dramatic stories to tell us to me that is exhausting I would much rather have a boring life than a dramatic life when there's all these problems to be solving and just being able to live in your life and enjoy going to bed early, enjoy going out for like an early dinner, getting all glammed up, feeling lovely, having a few wines and getting an early night and feeling fresh the next day. I am down for that. Like, I love that. Um, But I know for some people it's not and that's okay because each to their own and it doesn't matter if somebody else thinks I'm boring because I am honestly happy with my life. So it's okay to be boring. Your version of boring is not boring to you and that's the most important thing and don't change who you are to try and fit in with other people or to prove to other people you are exciting. You keep doing you because you attract the right people to yourself as well. Um, Oh, also that ties in with being boring. Um, I've only got one left. I've got my favourite one after this. Is that uh, um, being boring is so good for your brain and for your best ideas. So basically, like you'll know yourself when you're in the shower or when you are driving the car, you always have the ideas and the things that you forgot about. Even when I was out walking with Lola earlier, I had these ideas. I was like, oh, I need to put this on the podcast. And as soon as I got home, I forgot them. And I was like, no. Um, But always when you're driving or in the shower, you come up with ideas or you come up with problems that you've solved or you remember things that you were going to kind of do. Like when your brain is bored, it's so good for it. But right now, like these days, like as soon as we get bored, like if we're sat in doctor's waiting room, we'll pick up our phone. As soon as we get bored, like um, at the airport on a flight or whatever, there's Netflix, there's games, like we are constantly entertained on our phone and it's not good for our brain to have that constant dopamine hit and just constant distraction. It's so good for you to just sit and be bored. Like if you think when we were kids and we didn't have phones, like what the hell did we do all day? We came up with games, we did different things, we got more stuff probably done because we weren't distracted by everything. And again, it's absolutely exhausting and draining and it actually leads to like us being in such low moods because we're not comfortable with being bored. And being bored is so healthy. So try and find, like, I don't do it every day, but at least on a Saturday, I'll try and have, like, a no phone day. And I'll literally leave my phone in the bedroom and I'll go about my day and just not touch my phone all day. Or sometimes, like, if I am in the doctor's waiting room, I'll be like, right, don't touch your phone. I'm just going to challenge you to just sit here, watch people, people watch. Maybe you could go to a supermarket um, and sit and have a coffee and just people watch. And just be in silence because you end up going, oh, I need to pick up this. Actually, I forgot about that. And you could write it on your list or you could be like that problem at work that you just can't solve or this mood that you're in or mindset you're in and you can't get out of it. Just sitting and having a coffee with silence and no distractions is so, so good for your brain. So that's been a big lesson for me this year. It's just to have that Saturday of being like, nah, no noise, no WhatsApp, no Instagram, like just literally just going to be me today and be bored. And sometimes I've got lessons of chemistry sat in the corner there. Um, and one of the first weekends here, I was flying through it. And I was like, actually, I'm going to put this down because this is just entertainment distraction right now. I'm not letting myself really switch off. So I put it down and I just sat there in silence. And it sounds, again, really boring and really weird. But I promise you, 
journaling and being bored can be some of the best ways I come up with my best ideas. So it's definitely something to be doing more of if you are stuck at certain situations. Right now, my last one, my favourite one that I've written down is never make a decision when you are in a mood or on your period or hungry. Okay, because a lot of the time when we are in those free moods, we are at our worst, the worst version of ourselves. I actually say to some of our members when they're having a really grumpy feedback form, I'm like, whoa, this isn't you today. This isn't Leanne. What do we call this woman? What do we call this version of you? Because this is not you. This is the angry you. This is the moody you. This is a period you. Let's call her Margaret or something like, whoa, Margaret, what's going on? Let's lock her back up again. But yes, we tend to. Um, not make our best decisions when we're in that way. So again, even like me, when I've been unwell this week and I feel my tummy is so bloated, it could be easy to think, oh my God, it's because I've not trained or I've been eating more while I've been away. Maybe I've gained weight, like have I gained weight because my activity has still been high. I've still been eating really well, but oh, maybe I should cut my food, but then it's Christmas and I want to eat more food. It's just like, don't make any decisions when you've just been ill and you've just been on antibiotics or you're due your period or you're in a bad mood, don't make any decisions with your training or your food. Keep eating. If you're fucking hungry, you eat. Don't starve yourself and make yourself miserable because you think you've gained weight. Because a lot of the time, the next day, your period will come and you go, oh, that's why my skin was so bad. And you bought all these skin products because you had bad skin for a couple of days. So always give yourself time to make a decision or speak to someone before you make a big decision. Like even sometimes like when I can be during my period and I could be ready to snap at Joe about something or I'm in the mood about a work-related thing and I'll be ready to like snap at Joe and I'll just kind of stop myself and I'll be like no I'm just venting my feelings on him and that's unfair and a lot of the time we do do it to our loved ones we vent our um, negative energy on them they always take like the brunt of it don't they so a lot of times sometimes I just try and stop myself and breathe and not say something that I'm going to regret in the future just because of the way I've been feeling or because I've been angry hangry hangry is probably a big one for me I'm the worst when I'm hangry but never make a decision when you're in the mood okay and never let your brain kind of turn you off going to the gym and sometimes like it's better for you just to not even let the voices come in your head of going oh just leave the gym today you're in a bad mood just don't go to the gym because you know when you press snooze and you sleep for an extra five minutes you're going to be more tired then you're going to miss the gym then when you miss the gym you feel guilty you feel down everybody pisses you off the rest of the day you didn't give yourself that little bit of tlc that you promised yourself you're going to do you've let yourself down for the day you are miserable. So never make a decision when you're in a bad mood. Just give yourself time and just keep showing up to do those habits and those behaviours, even sometimes when you don't want to. And if you still don't feel good after a couple of weeks of putting in the work and putting in the effort and you know this decision has to be made, then make it. But if you are just suddenly overnight, and this is a good thing about doing feedback forms, is like some of our members will maybe have like weeks where like, oh my God, I'm feeling amazing in my clothes. I feel like I can see my little abs. I'm feeling really good. Two weeks later, they can be like, oh my God, I feel bloated. I feel like I've gained weight. And it's always good to recall, and this is when journaling is good, to kind of scroll back and go, wait a minute, two weeks ago, you were feeling really good. So we haven't lost all of that in two weeks. So never make a decision when you're in a bad mood, when you're hungry, or when you're doing your period. Give yourself time before you do anything drastic. If it's going to be ending a relationship, changing your job, starting a diet, those things should not be made as a decision overnight alongside that make sure you continue to show up and put in the work and put in the effort until you really 
decide if that decision is not good enough so that's by that I mean don't just not go to the gym because you're on your period or you're in a bad mood still get yourself up still get yourself there because a lot of the time that's going to help improve your mood and that's actually what you need more than anything else so <laughs> that was my favorite ones and like I said a lot of these ones are ones that I've had year upon year upon year but they definitely came into play in 2023 and to tie that in with that one when you are not you when you're hangry pre-period or in a mood give her a name because sometimes like when I was ill last week I was like oh my god I am being not myself like that is not me that's talking right now so who is that person sometimes when you give her a name you can be like oh my god it's just Margaret speaking so decide who is a name that you or a person you don't like so when you're being negative you can be like oh shut up Margaret stop being so nasty to yourself anyway that is me done and dusted and I wanted to share with you guys um, that if you have listened to this podcast, I'd love to see where you have been when you've listened to it, where you, if you've been out with the car, if you have been out on a run, if you have been getting home from work or going to the gym, I'd love to see where you are when you're listening. So give me a little um, tag on Instagram stories and let me know where you are when you're listening to the podcast. It also shows this podcast to other people as well, which I hugely appreciate because sometimes it's really hard to reach other amazing like-minded women without your help um, and lastly in January the 28th which is a Sunday I believe we are doing a live event of the podcast so you're going to have a talk from myself we're going to do some vision boards and plan into 2024 we are going to um, have a guest there to teach us a dance it's going to be an active confidence building mindset building um connection day with lots of our lead term members but lots of our guests as well and just bringing loads of awesome women into a room to have some fun really lift you guys up in january because i know it's a miserable month anyway and going into the rest of the year feeling like piped up feeling like you can conquer anything and walking out with your head held high and feeling amazing with us doing the dance we're going to have that dance taught to us which i know is something that's scary and totally out of our comfort zone but it's also to have a bit of fun and play and move and do something out of our comfort zone that actually when we accomplish it and when we do it we feel proud of ourselves we've had some fun but also we have got moving so you can see everything within lead her is on this day and it's going to be on sunday the 28th of january it's going to be from uh, 12 till 4 we've got friends there for, um, making us cakes we're going to have coffee and cake we're going to be creative honestly it's going to be an absolutely amazing day um, we do have a ticket price for the event if you would like to come we have an early bird price um, for our podcast listeners themselves so if you are interested in coming send me a little message on instagram saying like interested in your event or just like lead her event live or lead her live anything that you want to send let me know if you're interested and i will send you the information to see if you want to come along in january you get to spend a day with myself and loads of other amazing women it's going to be in glasgow if i've not said that already i probably should have prepared this more before recording but i would love to have you in the room i think it's going to be an amazing day um, and i can't wait to be inviting more of you along but we're going to have that early bird price for our uh, listeners because i value you guys and i can't wait to spend more time and actually get to meet you in person so hopefully you're free in that day save it on the calendar let me know if you're interested in coming um, and we'll get you booked in as soon as we can okay but i'll be releasing more information soon but i wanted to let you guys know first other than that i hope you have an amazing week if you're feeling poorly sending you lots of love lots of hugs go and chill out and be kind to yourself have a good week and i'll speak to you all soon